Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. And let's get it going. Look, I'm just trying to be all right with it, yeah. I'm just trying to be all right with it, yeah. I'm just trying to see the light in it. I think we should take a ride with it. I'm just trying to spend the night with it, yeah. I just want to be all right with it, yeah. Tell me what you guys think about this line. 13 points, 4 of 15 for player 1. Player 2, 4 points, 2 of 3. Okay, that's game 1. That's all in one game. Then in game 2, player 1, 15 points, 6 of 15 from the floor. And then player 2 in game 2, 6 points, 3 of 7 from the floor. Would you assume that those guys are like, you know, top 3, 4 guys on a team? I would, if, team? if Ben Simmons is playing, I would pick him as one of those guys. No, oh, it's it's not him. Well, okay. <laughs> let me ask you this: Would you think that those guys are a hundred million dollar players putting up those kinds of numbers? Um, I would hope not. Okay, but I, well, but I know they are. <laughs> player one is Tobias Harris. Player two is Al Horford. Combined salary of two hundred eighty nine million dollars. I don't even know if Al Horford played in today's game because I don't remember him doing anything. No, he was, he's he's invisible out there. I mean, it, honestly, for the Celtics, could this is a great thing for them. He looks invisible out there. It it's been it's bad, man. But I mean, he's not even the story coming out of this one. It's Embiid. Canner, I know Embiid put up some. What did he score? Thirty plus points. Uh, yeah, thirty four points. But this is exactly why I say, like, you can't look at someone's stat line because it doesn't tell the whole story. Because I thought Canner outplayed him when Canner was out on the floor, and Embiid probably gets. The most foul calls right up there with like LeBron and Giannis. He, I mean, it's unbelievable the fouls he gets. He can travel whenever he wants, but mm-hmm. he's just oh, that I one tonight he, was awful. He's just such a dog. And I know Ty says like this is the, how they play defense. He is such a dog on defense. He doesn't do anything on defense. Nothing. Yeah, Zero. My, my theory is that like they're trying to make sure he doesn't get into foul trouble because he is a lazy player and he does not get like his. He'll yeah. put his hands out and not move his feet and get fouls like that. And so I don't know if that's Jeez. what they're trying to do, but that pick-and-roll defense they're doing is stupid because Kemba Walker had <laughs> so many mid-range shots that were wide open, pull-ups from three because they were going under or over, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. Whatever pick-and-roll coverage that they were playing, they were just exploiting it all night. Like, it was just horrible. At, at, some, point you involved. Have, at some point you have to – you would think – this is where I think – Brett Brown is just getting undressed. I'm like Brad Stevens is obviously a superior coach awful. to him, but you got to switch it up at some point. Like put in different personnel. He's even got Al Horford 
not switching on these screens. Like, mm-hmm. they're letting Kemba, Tatum, Brown, all these dudes are coming off screens. And I know, like, the other guy, they're trailing from behind, but they're still just – I mean, they're knocking them down. You have, This is two games in a row. At Why some point, switch it up. Do something. Play zone. The, the one that blew – the one that blew my mind the most was on the, for the Sixers was on the offensive end when Canner was was forcing Embiid to take you know mid range jumpers and he's hitting them but yeah. I mean I, I'm going to take that all day long. It took forever for them to start running pick and rolls and then I know like you said Ty the other day Embiid's not going to roll but still it was creating those mismatches every time and I saw Josh Richardson get by Canner a few times but it took them a long ass time to be like hey let's try this let's do something different. I, Brett Brown is he, he looked. I think you said it in our text thread, Matt. See you later, Brett Brown. Yeah, it's has to be after this. It's over for him, but it's not. Again, it's not. It's obviously part of his fault. But like, my thing is that the six the Sixers have come out both games. Like, you know, I'm like, damn. Like even today, they came out hot and they did in the first yeah. game. But it's it's Embiid. It's what Embiid does, right? He comes out hot. He's aggressive. He's going to the rim. He's being physical. I had the second quarter, the dude settling for jump shot. When he started hitting jump shots, yeah. I said, good, thank you. Let him shoot those. Because mm-hmm. then the offense is stagnant. It's him catching the ball and four guys. At one point, there was four guys standing on the other side of the court while he was posting up on the wing. Yeah, that's yep. good offense. That's good offense. I looked at the, uh, the first quarter box score. He was six of nine for 15 points, three assists, three rebounds. Like an awesome yep. start. At that point, I was like, dude, the Celtics might be in trouble in this game. Mm-hmm. And of course, Embiid went back to being Embiid, shooting threes, like taking defensive possessions off, and he finished eleven of twenty-one. So six of nine in the first quarter, five of twelve the rest of the game. Like he just, like you said, Matt, he starts hot and then he just completely fizzles. He's like just, doesn't even take yeah. shots. He's like, just not like he a bad shot selection. He doesn't doesn't even take them. Like twelve shots in three quarters. Yeah, he's just a, he's a dog, man. That's what he. I think I I think he's a dog. I really do. He's a dog. He's an absolute he dog. A, not the kind we're talking about when you, when you bring up Marcus Smart. No, I, I to, no. the, the two total different opposite. dogs. Two, Who is it that's one bone? To be Who fair, is... he did get fouled a lot. Wait, what? No, I was saying to be fair, Embiid did get fouled a lot, but yeah, also okay. the turn that Matt made. Yeah, he, he has an insane whistle. Well, like, the, I mean, yeah, that one, the one that he was driving on, and I don't, I don't know if Canner got called for the foul or if there was a second player on the play, but he just dropped his shoulder went right into Canner, and Canner had position and everything. I know he's right near the circle, but it was a foul whistled for Embiid, and it was like he, he just went right through Ennis Canner. How is that not a foul on him? But this is a big, big night for you, Ty. Shaq would get fouled by like seven guys back when he, he played. And Embiid, Embiid's got a they get they gave him a soft whistle. Yeah, he might he's get it. I mean, the the treatment he's getting right now may be better than what uh what Harden gets. In all honesty, is ridiculous. But Ty, seriously, I mean, that's the big the first thing I'm watching. Canner gets his nine rebounds. He scores ten points. That's all good and well. We know he's going to get the 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 rebounds and. Usually the points come with it if he plays enough. I think he logged, what, 21 minutes tonight? And then who was it? Where, where was Tice? Tice only played 12 minutes. We saw almost no, no minutes from Robert Williams. It all came late. Uh, Grant Scrub Williams time. played well, too. But this is a big one. This is a big win for you, Ty, because you've been on that canter train for a while now, and it definitely, you know, you were definitely right about it tonight. Well, I, I definitely knew that the matchup uh, suited – the Embiid matchup suited Canner much more than, you know, Tice. And I, I think he improved it tonight. And I, I don't know what happened to Canner to where um, – I'm sorry, Tice to where he only played, what, 12 minutes, he said? There's yeah, only 12 minutes. There's, there's something up with him, I'm telling you. He because played six did, in the first quarter, too. So did you, that's did you see 
I meant more on the offensive end. Like he was very. Hesitant oh my god, that was so. There was one in the corner, and Scal said it himself. And I was thinking, as soon as he right when he shot, I was like, "Why did you hesitate?" He went and pump faked, and, and beats nowhere near him. Just go up with it. He there's won't take the shot unless he's in rhythm. It seems like, like no, but dude, the first, the first game, he was so he was so aggressive on the offensive end. That's why he played more. Canner was just right. Canner was a better matchup tonight, but. And it's like, like, um, it's like you said, Nick. If if Canner's on the floor, you have to get him in pick and roll situations. If you're just yeah. posting Canner up, that plays to his strength. He can guard guys in the post, right? And it's going to be a problem if Embiid actually, whenever he actually decides to roll a little bit, because then there's a huge mismatch. But they weren't doing it a ton. I don't know. I mean, and I question if Brett Brown's going to be get them to adjust for next game because it took so no. long for them to do it tonight. Yeah, there's no they, way they all they all all those dudes quit. They don't want to be there. Dudes. They're Did he miss? It's like so they, bad. They can't force turnovers. I'm looking at the box score of the first to third quarter, which is really when the Celtics like core guys played. It was the bench guys in the fourth quarter. They forced mm-hmm. two turnovers, and I think mm-hmm. one of them was that play where Marcus Smart bumped into Embiid, and they called like they reviewed it and called a foul on him. So really, they only had one. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That was crazy. That, their defense is awful, which, I mean, With, it's great for the Celtics. not turning it over, so they're getting more opportunities. You guys brought up the the screens, I think, a little bit earlier with with the Celtics and how they were doing that on the offensive end. And I, that was something like what was you saw Kemba getting more opportunities and Tatum. I mean, he ended up with one less point than Embiid tonight, but his impact on the game was so much more significant. He oh it seemed like God. he got so many. I mean, there was one look he got um, when they were going to the left hand side of the quarters. We're watching it on TV, and he was just wide open going to the going to the rim. I think he ended up what was it eight for twelve from three and, and the piss out of it. I mean. He was outstanding. I mean, he's he is looking like – I think yeah. I saw a stat on um, NBC Sports Boston. I think it was the most threes in a game made by a player who was 22 years old or younger, and he surpassed Kobe and LeBron. So he's, yeah, he's I mean, feeling he's, it. He's on another level right now. Jalen Brown's the same thing. Both those guys, I mean, mm-hmm. they're just playing really well. Uh, and that's why – and they're gonna, and to be honest, they're gonna have to with Gordon Hayward out. They're gonna have to. They're gonna have to carry the load. And same with Kemba. Um, mm-hmm. What I thought was interesting was Ojale was the first one off the bench tonight, and I'm guessing that's for that. You know, Brad went with that look because obviously they don't have Brad. Usually, Marcus Smart or someone's replacing them for the guard right. position. But he lasted what I don't know a minute. <laughs> he was yeah. out real yeah. quick. Ten Great. minutes by the end of it, it was four minutes. How about that? What? Grant Williams played five and a half minutes I, in the third quarter. I mean, like I that's thought Grant, great. I thought Grant Williams was outstanding, and not the two the two threes he made obviously is is good for him. They were wide open. I mean, literally, it was like a practice shot. But he, he he's a very good, very smart defender. So I like I like I like seeing him. He seems like he has more confidence too. He looked more like his yes. the guy we'd seen during the regular season before the pandemic, yes. and then he goes and puts up nine point six boards. You can't ask for more but, than that. The one I'm curious, Matt, that your opinion on it is Brad Wanamaker because I thought well, he looked really good today. I know yeah, Ty did too. And here's the problem, though, right? I, I, I want them to be consistent. Like I, like I read Twitter and I was like, "Oh, Wanamaker, so good." It's like, all right, well, it was one game. Like, yes, he did. I'm not gonna say he didn't play well, but it's like it's about consistency. Same with Grant Williams. I hope he can continue to do that. That's mm-hmm. why, like guys like Tatum, Brown, Kemba, like. I have the ultimate confidence in them, and that's why mm-hmm. I've never really had it in Gordon Hayward because it's just not—it's not always been consistent. I'm about right. consistency, so yeah, I, I hope 
Wanamaker. They're going to need Wanamaker now. With Hayward gone, they're going to need they're going to need anybody off that bench because I don't I don't really trust anybody off there. I mean, Langford, I hope no. he can step up and be consistent, but th- that's what they need. They need consistent minutes from that bench. That's what they need. Yeah, they do. Canner three, a Canner three pointer, a Langford yes. three pointer, and Ty. This was after Monday where we were talking about uh, Hayward before we knew that it was a it was a grade three sprain. I stuck to the five game prediction that I had. You were talking sweep. Now you move it back to five to six. After tonight, though, I mean, I know Kai's Kai's not feeling too great about the, the Sixers right now. Their chances. Do you think a sweep is a legitimate chance right now? Depends on game. Uh, yeah, I think they might steal one, but that would have to be a Jason Tatum like bad shooting tonight, like we saw earlier in the bubble games. Um, I, that, that's the only way I see it happening is is either Jalen or Jason Tatum have to have like a really bad night. Like if they play average, they're gonna destroy this team every night. They should at least, which is crazy because I'm looking at the box score. This team, the Celtics, once trailed by 14. Yeah, yeah, the Sixers, yeah. Well, the Sixers were playing out sta- – dude, they weren't missing in the first – the Sixers were not missing a shot in the first quarter, and yeah, they no. lose the game by, like, 100. So, I think if you're a six in that locker room, they must they must be all done. Like, come on. You're right. You were up – you were up huge. I know Embiid – I think he scored eight points in, like, the first five minutes, and then you walk out of that building tonight, you lost by 27 points. That's embarrassing. Just, I mean, they just – they just don't have an answer for the three. They don't have an answer for Kemba Tatum and Brown. They 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 run them off screens and I, until they switch that pick and roll defense. This I mean Kemba literally. I watched Kemba take five jumpers that were like practice coming off elbow mm-hmm. jump shot. No one's there, wide open. <laughs> it's like no okay, hand, yeah, nothing. Good good defense. Nothing. Huh? And beats just and beats just sitting his lazy ass in the paint. Now how did, now Matt, when we were talking last night and you weren't with us. Marcus Smart is a guy who we've been, you know, skeptical of, and I know he, you, you have gone on record saying he's the fourth most important player on the team tonight. He ended up with ten points. Um, I don't have his his line in front of me in terms of his field goal percentage. He's but, like, well, he's the fourth like, most important now. It's undeniable. It's an undeniable fact. Now he's the most most important guy who's available. Uh, fourth most important guy. But how did you feel about he did how he did tonight? Uh, I I thought he did all right. I mean, I. I I don't think he's really shooting the ball well from three, but I, you just like no, I've always said about ugly you miss. Can't, what he does on the defensive end, you just can't. It, it, you can't find it in the stat book. You can't pull up some rinky dink stat and tell me, oh, he leads the, you know, like everybody loves to do with Gordon Hayward. Oh, he leads the small forwards, and they're, they're, no, what Marcus Smart does is is championship level is a championship level player in the sense of like he does all the little things, and. But unfortunately, now he's gonna he's gonna have to score more just because Gordon's not there. You, you're missing 17 points a game. Well, if you're getting contributions from if Tatum's going off for 30 points every night, and then Kemba and well, Brown look like gonna, they have to. Yes, but that's no, not going to happen. You know, what I'm no, saying? it's so, not. You're, you're absolutely it, right. And they can't all lay on smart either. It's gotta be a it's gotta be a group. It's gotta be guys like Grant Williams, Romeo Langford, which I'm still confused about. Did Romeo Langford like? I thought he was getting surgery. Now that didn't happen. No. I guess he not. He said, it, no, I'm good. Put the brakes on and help the jump shot. He's... <laughs> good oh, man. He's just, that's what, that's what Indiana hey. breeds, right, Ty? Those kind of players. Gritty, oh, yeah. tough, battle through everything. Jump shooters, battle through yes. injuries. 
that is definitely the first thing I think of when it comes to uh, when it comes to Romeo Langford. But I mean, right now I'm not ready to go and say that they're gonna sweep. I was curious if you were gonna flip flop on it again, Ty. But gentlemen sweep, gentlemen sweep five games. I, I think maybe they lose next game. And that's it. If they win, if they win next game, then it's all over. I mean, I don't know what Embiid can do differently other than try and stick his ass in the paint all night. But I mean, Canner's not letting them get it get any easy buckets in there at all. So this shit's done. I mean, it's just a matter of time at this point. Well, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I mean, if Philly, if technically if Philly wins Game Three, it's still a series in that sense. But mm. I would agree. I mean, if you're the Celtics, you, I mean, you got to step on their throat in Game Three. It's then that puts it away. Right. Because at the end of the day. Toronto's Toronto's going to sweep uh, the Nets on the other side, so you you need to have you need to have you need to be in the same line as them. You got to have rest. You don't want to be fooling around with the Sixers. You got to put them away. As if it wasn't bad enough for the Nets already, where they lost uh, that Joe game to, and, they, and they had it. Then Joe Harris has to leave the bubble for uh, non medical personal reason, which I have, I have no idea what that what that's about. But um, but obviously there's been a lot of other stuff going on um, in the bubble too. The uh, the the Thunder Rockets game, I was really wrong yeah, at least in the rough. first that one, and then we have the two upsets well, you, in the first games. What you know, what screwed them up, really, and, and believe me, I didn't watch the game long because I hate watching Houston Rockets play basketball. Watching them doing play, well, <laughs> watching them play basketball. It's not even them doing well. It's just like not basketball. It's literally one pass and someone chucks a three. It's really like disgusting basketball. Or James Harden just dribbles seventy five times and gets a foul call. But anyway, um, what they what they screwed. Um, OKC up with they were switch they switch everything mm-hmm. so and and I and obviously Chris Paul and uh, you know I th- I think Shea Alexander sure. uses oh I'm saying I think he uses the ball screen like Chris Paul does they love to, they like to come off and like obviously get a switch but there's no bigs Houston switches everything so I think that really screwed him up and they never adjusted to it which I don't know what the hell Billy Donovan was doing so I'm very interested to see him game two and see what adjustments they you know do because. Their yeah. offense was horrendous. Still a chance for it to be the best series in the, at least in the first round. But it's starting to look like the Lakers one might be the best one too, no, with the Blazers he, pulling off. Dude, the, da- Damian Lillard is just He's the I think he's the best he's gotta be the best player right now in the bubble. I don't I mean the guy's literally shooting from the logo. I think that's I think that's Tatum <laughs> got one from the logo type, but yeah, I think yeah, that was that was a fluke. Damian Lillard, yeah. I mean I think he's he's I mean he was the most valuable player of the seeding games, I believe. Yeah, he right. was. But Ty, I know you saw something with Paul Pierce talking about LeBron in response to this whole loss. Um, what was it exactly? Yeah, Paul Pierce is obviously a LeBron hater and is always like never giving him credit and says he's not a top five player. Hmm. And he said that again yesterday in first take. I, he was like, I've said he's not a top five player, but if they lose in the first round or if they don't even win a championship, then he's not even in the GOAT conversation. Like, just don't even bring it up anymore. If they lose to the Blazers or if they don't even win the Mm -hmm. NBA championship, which the Blazers was the headline. Hey, if they lose to the Blazers, he's not even in the GOAT conversation, which I think is – I think that's fair. The NBA title, no way. If they don't win the NBA title, that's not like a failure on LeBron's season. Like, this team is different than before the bubble. If they don't – well, not having Avery Bradley is obviously huge, especially against Damian Lillard. But if they don't make it to the conference finals, that's a huge failure on their part. It doesn't, I, don't, I don't care if you don't have Avery Bradley. It shouldn't matter. LeBron's supposed to be one of the best in the league still. And Anthony Davis is, a, is an absolute savage too. So, I mean, I don't have – I mean, Michael Jordan is the GOAT. 
I think we're, we're all in agreement on that now. It's not LeBron James. At least on we agree with that on this show. Um, top, not in the top five though. If they get bounced in the first round, I don't know how I feel about that. No, he, he's saying he's not. Uh, no. Well, he's he said that's a weird that's a weird way to, to to frame it on on Paul Pierce's part because you don't go from goat to you don't go from top five to then not being in the goat. Like you, you're not in the goat conversation, and then you get bumped out of the top five. You know what I mean? Well, he he doesn't put him in the goat conversation now because he's not in the top five. But he's like, I don't want anyone to bring that up to me anymore about it. Oh, okay, so you guys can't even have that opinion anymore. Not just me. Hmm. Huh? I, think I don't hate it. I think I, 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 Paul, Pierce, Paul Pierce is a hater, bro. In in that sense, like he's just hating on him. But well, you know that t- those guys they they've said it before. Like they don't even when they I see respect, him now. KG yeah. same thing. I respect that, but like, I you know I'm not a LeBron guy, but he's he's top five of all time. Like he's top that's, five of all time. That mm-hmm. is that is that is mm-hmm. ridiculous. But I mean, I definitely think it takes a hit on his legacy if he loses in the first round to the Blazers, in the sense of like as the one all, seed. All his fanboys need to shut up that he's the still like the whole goat talk for him. If if they lose in this first round, like you should definitely not say anything because if you do, you're an idiot. Mm-hmm, I mean, right. I know still people People will argue, you know, there's still people who think he's the GOAT now, which is makes me want to puke. Because it's like last night. Like, he had 20, 15, and 15. Great. And they lost. <laughs> like, I, you know what I'm saying? Like, I hate people that do that shit. Like, it, right. it just bothers It bothers me. Like, I don't care about his stat line if they don't win. The right. Game. So many it's people irrelevant. do, though. It's irrelevant. They, got the, they just had the plus minuses up for the game tonight, and I think – Brad Wanamaker was top with 28. This guy have NBC Sports Boston on still. But anyways, I'm I think that you put it best, Matt, in the past when you said LeBron belongs in the conversation for number two all time. It's him and Kobe. I think that's fair. Yeah, um, I, and you know me, I'll I'll always argue Kobe just because I'm a Kobe guy. It doesn't mean I'm right, but I'll right. just argue that because that's my dude. But I think that's a I think it's a pretty fair conversation to have given the titles and stuff like that. I know like certainly I saw someone else say the other day and I can't remember for the life of me who it was, but someone said how Magic and Larry Bird get no oh I think it was Vincent Goodwell uh, Goodwill excuse me of uh, Yahoo Sports said how like Magic and Larry for some reason get no respect anymore at all and i think that's actually pretty fair because when you just i, I understand you're not going to put them ahead of uh mad of, of a michael or anything but they don't get any respect for playing in such a you know prime era three three or eight rings between the two of them right i think is what it is yeah so they don't get any respect now at least it's because people don't people never watch them right i understand right? still no, I agree with you. They're like the I first guys left out of the conversation. That's why. They're like they're like five and six on the all time list. Like they're never they'll, in the conversation that the first left out. So it's like they'll it's, always be top ten in my kind of like the NCAA bubble. It's like, oh my god, like how do they get snubbed? They should have been in. It's like, well, no, like they were mm-hmm. not good enough. They're not good it, enough to be in the conversation for the greatest of all time. So therefore, they're the first ones out. That's fine. I think that the, I think I have most Celtics fans, would, or at least most older Celtics fans, would disagree with us about them being greatest of all time. But with with Larry at least. But I think top five. We I'm I'm not gonna go and sit here and break that all down right now. Christ it's, Almighty. It's okay. Listen, yeah. MJ is the goat, and if you don't if you don't agree with that, yep. Sorry, you probably don't really understand basketball. It's probably, Especially if you think LeBron's the guy. But no, <laughs> no, it's definitely not him. No, it's not Definitely. even close. Well, and I, I, I don't think Kobe's close to, to Michael either, for being honest. No, of course, no one is. Like, there's, yeah. le- I mean, there's levels to it, right? And that's yep. There's levels people, to this shit. That's what people gotta understand. 
Yeah. Brad Wanamaker could be up there with MJ, but when it's all said and done, you know? Ready for three, 100%. So we, we haven't talked since uh, since Hayward got his diagnosis. We found out he was going to be out for four weeks to bring I it all back to done. the Celtics. I think he's done. I don't think he'll see him again. You think he's done? Well, because well, you think that... the kid. The kid mm-hmm. thing, too, you know? And you think without him, the Celtics lose to the Raptors? I think I think without Gordon Hayward, it, it, they'll they'll be exposed more against Toronto because Toronto has way better defenders, I think, mm-hmm. than Philly. Like they just they're they're long and uh, they just got a lot of a lot yeah, of weapons. They got a lot of chemistry. Weapons. Yes, yeah, definitely. And I think it would be I, again Tatum and Brown would have to go superhero mode against them to I think to beat them in a series. I think it'll be tough to beat them without you know Gordon Hayward. Because you just don't have another scoring option to go to. Unless, like I said, if guys are playing like they did tonight, then I think it's a different story. But, mm-hmm. um, I don't, see, no one in the East really scares me. Like, you know, I watched Toronto. They, they struggled. They struggled with the Nets. They pulled out at the end. And you saw Milwaukee, what happened to Milwaukee. In this bubble, like, it's just so different. It's There's no home court advantage, right? Right. There's no, the atmosphere is, is gone. You don't have that home court to rely on. You you have to show up and ball. And that's why I think it's been very interesting. And I, I've been like, I mean, when have you ever seen, I mean, obviously I don't think it's ever happened, but like, I, I would have to look it up, but two number eight seeds beating the number one in the first game. I've never seen that in my life. Yeah. So I think, oh God, Abby Chin threw out a stat. Either it's never happened before. It hasn't happened in, in a long ass time. I mean, I don't that's remember awesome. That's yeah. awesome. It's outstanding. I mean, you go, I watched both games and I was like, wow. Like, you wouldn't know who's one, who's eight. It was great. That's what you want. But we, so then we just got to have these in the bubble forever. No fans <laughs> allowed whatsoever. No, or neutral I mean, sites. Well, I, you, see, I'm like, I don't know. I'm like, I'm against it in the sense of like, that's why I said when whoever wins the championship, I don't think it should, it, it shouldn't deserve an asterisk. Because it, it's different. It's, it's been great basketball. But I just think it's different because. You watch, you know, you watch the Jordan documentary, right? And the, the atmosphere as he closed those games out were awesome. Like even right. like LeBron when they won Game Seven in, in Oracle, like like moments like that. That is that is pretty awesome. Like that's overcoming a great team and a, a tough atmosphere. And obviously, you just don't get that in the bubble. But yeah, maybe the Gordon haters. I mean, the people who, sorry, the Gordon lovers will give you a break for your take on. Uh, how the Celtics will do without him against I, the Raptors. I mean, I, listen, I don't know. They, they can say whatever the hell they want. But at the end of the day, at the end of the day, all I care about is Tame and Brown because that's the future and you need to find – I think after this year, Danny needs to find some – some what I think, some shooters. He needs like some – give me Duncan Robinson. Give me some guys that can Ooh. knock down threes around those guys. That, that's Bring what the local really, guy back. I think that's what they're missing. They're missing guys that can really stretch the floor and shoot. Yeah, they need one guy who can be that knockdown guy. I mean, Harris is another guy who would be a nice fit, but he's not He's not leaving Brooklyn. Ty, do you think that Hayward's done for the bubble? Yeah, they're not getting past the Raptors, so he's not going to be on the – they're not playing Milwaukee in the Eastern Conference Finals, so – Without him. I think without Hayward, you're losing to Toronto, so that's that's my early prediction. Uh, I think it's going to be tough to, to get past them. I, do, I I agree with you guys. I've seen and I and I know they said four weeks, but I saw Himmelsbach say it seems like it could be more like two weeks or something. But even then, yeah, you're going to lose know. him for a portion of it. Yeah, they don't know. They they, they all that, they're the Celtics are yeah. definitely making it. Uh, they'll uh, pr- make a worse prediction. Like they'll they'll predict farther out. 
I think I think they they'd still I think them and Toronto still be like a six seven game series without Gordon. I'm saying I don't think you'll see Hayward again because of the injury slash you never like if his wife has the kid he's gone anyway and then he has right. to quarantine. So mm-hmm. I just I, I think it was the end of the Hayward. You know, could be the last time you see Hayward in the Celtics series. It could be unless he trade. Yeah. No, if he opts out, he's not opting out. I can't imagine him opting out with the amount of money he's going to get. He's getting thirty-five million next year. Yeah. Hey, someone will sign for thirty-five. Tobias Harris makes thirty-some million. That guy was invisible as hell, and I didn't even know he was playing. That's incredible. yeah. Well, remember when we went into the series saying that it, Tobias it, Harris was, was a better player than Hayward. He was in the top five. Kai said that. I think none of us argued with him on it. I think you know what it, you know what it is. I think. Yeah. No. Why didn't we argue that? Jesus. Um, no, we don't talk about like does is Gordon Hayward does Gordon Hayward, I wonder, and this is just me throwing on, does he like his role as being to me, because he's the fourth guy. He he ain't Kemba, he ain't he doesn't have the ball in his hands as much as those three do. Does he like that? Or if he saw a better situation that gave him, you know, reasonable money, you know, obviously mm-hmm. it's not gonna be thirty four, but they give him twenty five ish. Like, you know, is, would he leave Boston? I, I'm just saying, I'm throwing that out there. I'm curious. No, it's a fair, it's a fair question because he came in expecting to be the number two guy, yes. and now he's and he was able to be, he was going to be a scorer and all that. And it's just been on top of all the injuries that he's had to deal with. It's been a change yeah. in role. I would I wouldn't blame a guy for wanting to get out if that was the case. I mean, this is also the same guy who said, "I'm part of my take," right, Ty? He said, "I'm part of my take." When the Celtics made that run the year he got hurt, didn't it bug him a little bit? Oh, I, I, I don't know. I didn't hear that. I'm pretty sure he said that on part of my take. I t- t- I mean, yeah. Do you, you recall that? I, I I don't know. I don't remember it, but that's what I'm saying. That's that's the vibe I kind of get with him. That's a, uh, like Obviously, he hasn't like verbally been outspoken this year about it, but I, don't know, I, just, I would be curious about that because obviously – I know if you're a basketball player, you probably have confidence in yourself. So I was just, I was just curious if, because it's really not his team. Like he came in, like it was going to be, like you said, one and two. He's going to be a two. He, he's not either of those. He's- Here's the headline from 2018. This is on WBZ site. Uh, Gordon Hayward admits he had mixed emotions about Celtics' success without him. There you go. That's so what wouldn't stop me. That's what I'm saying. I'm just I just throw that out there. That's why I because we cause I said that it could be the last time you see him in a Celtics jersey. So I'm just curious. I'm not saying it's gonna happen, but <laughs> Ty John Anderson just tagged me in a picture. <laughs> Go ahead. What? There's what? a zero percent chance he opts out. Zero. I'm just okay. saying, could be. Could happen. Marking it down right now. Zero percent chance. If he does opt in, Danny. For the love of God, get me some guys that can shoot the ball. Tyler, I was going to say it was real quick. John Anderson just tagged me in a picture of uh, Dale and Keith producer, for those who don't know. Um, it says uh, it's three kids hanging around. Are the Celtics better without Gordon Hayward? <laughs> he knows our show, I guess. All right. <laughs> anything, uh, Ty, you got anything before we get rolling? You good? All right. Matt, anything? Uh, hopefully game three is just, we just, you know, step on that throat. So that's for you and beat Friday night. So we will talk to you all then. What it do, baby? Yeah, you already know. I'm just trying to be all right with it. Yeah. I'm just trying to be all right with it. Yeah. I'm just trying to see the light in it. I think we should take a ride with it. I'm just trying to spend the night with it. I just want to be all right with it. 
I'm just trying to see the light in it. I think we should take a ride with it. Hey, I got no resolutions. I'm just hoping for some. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.